And I just, I believe that's what it's all about. It's about fellowship and it's about knowing one another and especially about knowing God. Um, I, I honestly believe, I wonder how many friends God has because so many people don't see him as a friend. They see him as somebody that maybe they use him or whatever. By the way, you, got, you worship guys did a great job. And I love the song, God is so good, because I grew up in a church that it was like the inference was God is so mean or something. I don't know, or mad, but uh, the, the, that was the first revelation I received when I got really saved, filled with the Holy Spirit, the goodness of God. He is good, and his mercy endures forever, and he's not against us. In fact, uh, at the cross, you and I became God's project. Because it says in Philippians 1.6, being confident of this very thing, that he which has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So once God has you, you need to know and I need to know that he is committed to us. He's committed to us to bring us to our full potential, to mature us. In fact, I'll be bold and say this. God intends to exalt you. First Peter 5, he will exalt you in due season, but he, he's not exalting your ego. He's not exalting your, our flesh. He's not exalting th that. He's exalting the purpose of God in us. He's exalting his nature in us. Uh, I believe God wants to move. I was just in North Dakota, all farmland up there, but there was such a hunger in that area, and the Lord let me see that this, the Holy Spirit is going to begin to move in fires. I just see it like God lighting fires all across the country. I don't believe it's going to be in one great big mega church, like, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I believe what God's going to do is His Spirit's going to move, and where people are hungry and seeking Him, the anointing is going to fall, and there's going to become great moves of God. Hallelujah. Um, Pastor Darrell was saying how I, I do these weird things, but I just want the Holy Spirit to flow. But I, I, uh, Years ago, I was invited to the Buffalo, New York area to preach, and the guy that invited me, I got off the plane. The first thing he said is, I've scheduled you 15 times in 14 churches. I was there for two weeks, and then I had to deal with murder. But uh, I never turned the television on that whole time because I was just desperately seeing God. So one night after about five or six days of ministering in every, different churches every night, I thought, well, I'm just kind of tired. and I'm just going to preach a little sermon and pray a prayer and go, that's it. So God bless you all. Enjoyed it. I went home, went to bed, 3 o'clock in the morning, the Holy Spirit <laughs> woke me up, and his presence filled that motel room, and he said these words. He said, don't you ever preach again without making room for my spirit to move. It was so hard to get back to sleep after that. Um, just kidding. But um, the Holy Spirit wants to move. He wants to manifest himself, and and you think about that scripture, Jesus saying, he that believes in me out of, out of his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. There's water in us. There's Holy Spirit water in us. And 
I like to say God likes to slop over. He, he, he went, let's read about water for a second. And this is in Ezekiel 47. But he said, he, uh, he brought me out of the north gate, led me around on the outside to the outer gateway that faces east, and there was water running out the right side. Would you say that with me? Water. And when the man went out to the east with a line in his hand, he measured a thousand cubits, which is about 1,500 feet. He brought me through the waters, and the water came to my ankles. Then he brought me out another thousand to the waters, and the water came up to my knees. Again, he measured 1,000 and brought me through the water. The water came up to my waist. Again, he measured 1,000, and it was a river that I could not cross. Now, I can boldly say God is training all of us to get more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And that fourth level, your, your, your feet aren't going to be able to touch the bottom. We are going to learn to depend on God more and get ready for God to use you in ways you've never thought, in ways you've never dreamed, because the Holy Spirit is, that is in you is wanting to reach people all around you. There's living water in you. Uh, the water was too deep, water in which one must swim, a river that could not be crossed. And then he talks it down a little later in the same chapter. He says the... Uh, the fish will be of the same kinds as the fish of the great sea, exceedingly many fish or souls, and it, but its swamps and marshes will not be healed. They will be given over to salt. People that refuse to flow, they refuse the water. They won't be healed. Along the bank of the river, on this side and that, will grow all kinds of trees used for food. Their leaves will not wither. Their fruit will not fail. They will bear fruit every month because their water flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be food and their leaves for medicine. God wants to heal through you. Uh, the Lord's been speaking to me a lot lately about, you know, we all do the, we go to church, we read the Bible, we pray, but he's been speaking to me to marinate, just sit in his presence more, linger. After you get done praying and going through, maybe you do communion, we try to do communion every morning, but after you do that and read some scriptures maybe, marinate. Let the Lord, and you don't have to say anything. Just sit in God's presence and just love on him and let him love on you and let him pour into you. I did this one night. I was getting ready to preach, and I thought, I'm a, I have an hour. I'm going to marinate for an hour. And I, I just sat there, and it's like the Holy Spirit uh, gave me this understanding. Professional athletes practice hours and hours and hours. They say golfers practice, hit a thousand balls a day just in practice. Musicians practice and labor hours and hours. It doesn't happen automatically. And the Lord said the same way, I want to make you more skilled in hearing my voice. And so as I was marinating, I, I was hearing that. You, you linger, you linger. So the Holy Spirit in us wants to reach out and I've just had so much fun because I never realized that before, but his goodness wants to encourage people. Everyone needs encouragement, right? Everyone needs this touch of God. One of the, I've told you this before, but I was in Sicily, Italy, and I was just speaking through an interpreter, and it was a friend of mine. He has a wonderful church there, but I just, I felt this slop over. I said, yeah, just kind of 
you know, you, you're hearing from God, but you almost think you're making it up. And, and I just said, there's a girl here. You're a little older, but you're going to have another child. That was it. When I got back to the States, this pastor called me a couple weeks, a few weeks later. He said, remember that word you said there's somebody over here? He said, there's two women sitting there. They're both 46 years old, and they're both pregnant. And then the one wanted to be. The other one didn't want me, but she shouldn't have been sitting there for, for one thing, you know. But, but, but if we could realize this Holy Spirit, he wants to flow through us. He wants to slop over. Out of our innermost being will flow. And you don't know, I can't tell you how many times, it's just the slightest thing you feel. I, could I just pray for you or something like that? And, and sometimes, you know, I, I've talked to people that haven't been able to have children and just say, I just feel something. And Medical science has said they can't have children, and yet there'll be a baby. And I've never had one named Steve. But, uh, the, but, and, and then sometimes I'll see a man or a woman that is single, been single a long time, and there'll just be this word. You know, you're going to meet somebody. But it's not me. It's coming by the Holy Spirit. And it's just so exciting. Get ready for God to use you more. A woman, back before I was married, I, I, was, I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed for a wife, and oh, finally I stopped praying totally, and I started begging. And uh, <laughs> this woman came up, this pastor and his wife from Alabama came up, and they, uh, he said, Steve, and I've told you this before, but he said, Steve, my wife has a word for you, and then she began to prophesy about right there in Panera Bread about how God is going to give me this certain type of woman. And I wish I'd had a recording, but, but it was about her ability to organize. And boy, can she organize. Goodness. But anyway, uh, he called me the next day and he says, you know, I, I want to tell you, Steve, I need to be fair. My wife is a prophetess. She really hears from God. But anytime she gives a word, it takes four years to come to pass. And so I hung up on him, and, and, uh, but it happened within, within nine days of four years. This same lady, her husband died several years later, and I saw her about a, almost a year ago, and she's in a meeting, and I just said, Gail, I, I'd like to pray for you. And all of a sudden, I saw all these dollar signs just everywhere, just I, I, as I'm praying, seeing all these dollar signs, and... She, she comes to me afterwards, she says, you know, I haven't told anyone this, but I'm getting married, and he's a millionaire. <laughs> it was so, anyway, she got paid back for that. So, um, as I said last night, um, I believe the last half of 2022, this is, I feel God told me several months ago, there's going to be many, many breakthroughs for our country, and for individuals before the year ends. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, so the, I believe the Lord's telling us to work on a relationship with him. Two of the greatest sermons were by women. Mary Magdalene said, he's alive. Mary, the mother of Jesus, said, do whatever he tells you. So there's a, two good sermons. He's alive and do what he tells you. I like it. 
So most Christians, we don't mean to, we're all guilty of this, but we're trying to respond, or we're trying to perform. We, everything Jesus did on the cross plus some things I'm doing. That's the mentality of most of us. And if we don't perform well, we think God's mad at us, God's you know, disappointed in us and all that. But how many agree with me that performance was done on the cross? And he did a good job. It's complete. He said it is finished. So we're not called to perform. We're called to respond. It's not your performance. It's your response to him that he's, he's looking for. And I'll say, you know, God does not have confidence in you, but he has confidence in the Holy Spirit who's in you. This Holy Spirit, this living water that's in you can touch lives. And, and you don't have to be a scientist. You don't have to be brilliant. All you have to do is be open because the Holy Spirit will, will just utter something. I think my favorite scripture is 2 Corinthians 4, 7. He put this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. I kind of soften it a little bit. I say he put this treasure in styrofoam cups. That the excellency of this power may be recognized. It's not of us. We're not doing it, but he's doing it. Hallelujah. So, um, uh, you, can, you can get Netflix for about, I think it's $17.99 a month, but it'll rob your time. You can get a Big Mac for about $3.99 but it'll rob your health. Social media is free, but it'll steal your focus. Wow. So, I want to read this other scripture, and it just came to me this morning so, so powerfully. But this is from Revelation 3. You all know the church of Laodicea. But he says, I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were cold or hot, God said. So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold or hot. Anybody ever been into a restaurant and said, please bring me a lukewarm cup of coffee, please? <laughs> or some lukewarm tea? No, we want it one way or the other. That's who God is. So then because you are lukewarm, neither cold or hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth, which is strong stuff. What are we doing in his mouth anyway? probably enjoying fellowship. Because you say, I'm rich. I have become wealthy and I have need of nothing. And this is a sentence God gave to me recently. He said, stop saying you have need of nothing. Self-sufficiency, it makes God nauseated. And so stop saying you have need of nothing. How many know you have a lot of needs? And he says, you're wretched, which means one of the words is distressed. You're miserable, which means depressed. You're poor. You have nothing going on in your life. You're blind. You have no spiritual sight. You're naked. You're not clothed in the authority and the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Now, you could go on and on, but I looked every one of these words up in the Greek, and they kind of mean the same thing as in English. They're just, they're just real strong words. So you say, I have need of nothing, and God says, really? How about your marriage? You don't get along. How about all the emotional depression you go through? How about you're discouraged half the time? How about you're full of fear? 
So stop saying, I have need of nothing, but live with a demand on God that God wants to manifest himself to you. Is that the, the guy that was the drummer, is he still in the room? Or is it, where, where are you at? Raise your hand. Oh, Oh, okay. If you give him a message, what I heard was something that he's been waiting for for a long time is getting ready to manifest. Simple. Hallelujah. 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 Now I was just watching him play the drums and I felt that slop over. You know, just, boop, there it is. So um, I love this scripture in Luke 10. The disciples came back and said, even the demons are subject to us. Of course, Jesus said, don't, don't get so excited about that. Be excited that your name's written in heaven. And then he says, and it says he kind of did a crazy dance or something, but uh, he said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father. No one knows who the Son is except the Father and who the Father is except the Son and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Jesus was very excited about that fact. God, you've hidden these things from the wise and prudent, and you've revealed them to the babes or the innocent. Now, my observation is, at the garden, when Adam and Eve sinned, we all know that Adam and Eve fell and the whole thing. But I believe what they really lost was their innocence. Before, before that... There was no such thing as good or evil. It was just God. There was a pure, just listening to God, following God. So many times, we've gotten saved, but we also need to get our innocence back. Because, because when, when, when you lose your innocence, how did James say it? You become a judge. And how many know you're not smart enough to judge? James said, somebody comes in your meeting and he's dressed this way, you treat him this way. Someone else comes in not dressed so good, you treat him that way. He said, have you not become judges with evil motives? So we don't know that, we don't know how to judge. We can observe things, we can watch things, but we let God do the judging, his opinion. Because I guarantee you, every time I've judged somebody, I'm absolutely wrong. It's just the opposite. It's always just the opposite. Because I'm, I don't have any skills to judge. I'm not called to judge. Funny about judging my sister. I have four sisters, and they all have nice hair. And my sister lived in Anchorage, Alaska for years. There was a man named Dave Hansen lived next door to her home there in Anchorage. Her husband was in the military, and so she would go over to Dave's house and say, Dave, I just want you to know Jack is out of town for a couple of weeks. Just kind of keep an eye on me, kind of keep an eye on the place. And she did this many times when he was out of town. Dave Hansen was a real quiet guy. You know, didn't say much. She went in his house one day and he showed her all the stuffed uh, taxidermied animals. All these, he had a whole basement full of these. So anyway, one day she comes home and she's in Dave Hansen's driveway. There's all kinds of police cars crazy amount of police. Next morning, she reads in the paper that Dave Hansen is a serial killer. 
<laughs> and my sister, you'd have to know her, but every day, hey, Dave, I'm here alone, just to see. <laughs> Thank God for the grace of God. But anyway, they found out how he had uh, killed 17 girls. And it was a gruesome thing. And it, there's a movie out. It's called The Frozen Ground. And it stars Nicolas Cage. And it actually shows in the movie that basement of all those stuffed animals, those uh, taxidermied animals. And I just thought of the grace of God, the way he protects us. <laughs> We're so stupid sometimes, but it's like, we don't know. We don't know. But uh, he's, he has a sentence of 428 years. I'm not sure what he's going to do when he gets out. But, but he, anyway... I don't know what, how that ties in, but there's a, there's a wonderful God we serve, and he's with us, and he's on our side, and he's committed to us. He that has begun a good work in you, we should begun, grow, we should go deeper water. Most people live in ankle-deep water. Ankle-deep, you're still in charge. You love the Lord, but you're, you're just ankle-deep. Sometimes you get a conviction. I need to be more concerned about the kingdom of God. And, and the Lord has told me, I'm not allowed to pray for me until I pray for the kingdom of God. And every morning I get all these names and faces I'm supposed to pray for. After I get all those done, I, pray, I can pray for me. When I used to pray for me all the time, one day I, I felt like I heard the Lord yawn. I was just talking about me, talking about me, and it's like, oh, there was this divine yawn. But uh, anyway, we are called to pray. Ankle deep, yeah, but when you get knee deep, knees represent prayer, represents humility. And then the water gets even deeper, and it gets up to your loins, and that represents being reproductive. I'm going to start getting more fruit. But then to all of us, he's saying, I want you to get out deeper. Deeper, come on deeper. That's what the Lord's saying. Come out a little further because your feet aren't going to touch the bottom. You're going to be more and more dependent upon me. God loves to be dependent on. We love formulas. We love organization. We love so we know what God's going to do. That says, you know, goodbye to the Holy Spirit every time. I've been in churches that are so successful and they're so polished and they're so perfect but you leave so disappointed because there's no Holy Spirit, none. There's no move of the Holy Spirit. And there's needs of people all around us. Get out deeper where your feet won't touch the bottom. Hallelujah. So this Holy Spirit is an amazing guy. And he's in us, every one of us. Out of your innermost being, Jesus said, we'll flow rivers. He didn't say out of your brain. He said, out of your innermost being will flow. And I don't know about you, but most of the time I don't feel very spiritual. I, I really don't. I just feel so ordinary and bland, bland, but there's times it's just like when you start exalting the Lord. I asked the Lord this morning about all of you here, and I, I, could, see, I could see people finding water, just discovering water. And, and I feel like that's God saying to every one of you, I'm going to help you discover water. I'm going to help you recognize the move of, of my spirit. There's someone here this morning that has a real issue with your thyroid. It, it evidently has given you so much trouble. 
But the Lord spoke to me that he's going to heal it. He's going to heal it this morning. So you're going to have to find something else to complain about because he's healing you. So I'm just curious. There may be more than one person, but if, if you've had a real struggle with your flower, just raise your hand. We just one, two, three, three people. We just receive with you. We just rejoice with you. Total healing. No, that's not for me. It's from God. It's not my idea. I'm not smart enough. But I do want to pray. And I don't know what I'm doing. Please, I really don't. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to be open to the Holy Spirit. But I felt like we're supposed to pray for people that have back pain. And I feel like there's 18 of you that have back pain. You struggle with back pain. So I want all 18 of you to come up down here and just stand right here. And we're just going to pray a quick prayer for these people, these that have back pain. You struggle with back pain. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. I think we're hearing God here. So, and I just feel, I just feel like God's saying, you went to the trouble to come to church today. I'm going to bless you back. So, we just receive with you. We receive with you. We've got about seven so far. We'll start with that. And it seems like there's more. Amazing how many people come up afterward and said, it was me, but I just wanted you to look stupid if I could. And, um, but Lord, we just agree. We agree. You're saying it. We're just agreeing with you, Holy Spirit, that you're touching back issues. You're touching these things in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. There's been something like a backlash fishing line that God is untangling. And you have, several months ago, you just kind of refocused and you, you, you got yourself submitted to the Lord and it's like God's untangling everything. And just within months from now, your life's going to be so much different because of what the Lord's doing in you. And I'm pretty sure he loves you, all right? Just kidding, that was humor. Okay, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for that. We thank you that you said it, Lord. You said it. You're doing it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We just receive, we receive, we receive, we receive. Lord, we're nothing. We, We have nothing but the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we thank you. Lord, I thank you for healing David today. I thank you for that virtue of Jesus Christ flowing right now in him. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we just praise you, God. For the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, everything I hear, brothers, resurrection power, resurrection power is going on. Hallelujah. Things are going to get better in your home, too. They're going to get sweeter. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for the healing in this back, oh God. We thank you, Jesus, for the amazing power of God being released. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God, glory to God. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, I feel this. You're, it's like, this is why I put it in my own words, but your response level is high. You're good. You're good at responding to God. Yeah. And, and I just feel heaven's agreeing with you. This is your day to get healed. Hallelujah. We just thank you, Lord, for total healing of this back, oh God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for this power of God manifesting. She won't have back pain anymore. And God's going to remove a sense of sadness. I don't know what's going on, but uh, 
you, you've weathered a lot of storms, but there's, it's kind of left you frustrated. And the Lord's going to remove that and replace it with joy. He's going to tickle your spirit. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Hallelujah. And Lord, we thank you for Gary today. We thank you for the virtue of Jesus Christ flowing. The Lord, he'll be free of this once and for all, not because I said it, but because you said it, oh God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. God's going to anoint your eyes to see more, to see things he has you appointed for and anointed for and there's a new fresh anointing on you and a quickening of the spirit and there's a loneliness you battle and I tell you, the Lord is going to so fill your life that you're not going to recognize it. Praise God. Amen, amen, amen. So you can all be seated. We're just hanging around here. Um, I didn't preach very long, but there's a lot to, to chew on because most of us are saying I have need of nothing and God says, I beg your pardon. You don't know how much you need. You don't know how much you need. And we, I've lived that way for years. Just like, well, I'm fine. God says, give me a break. No, you're not. And I love my brother Harry, uh, but um, during the worship, I, I heard this, that these next 10 years are going to be so efficient. There's a new efficiency. In other words, there's going to be more accomplished, but you're going to think, I didn't do that much. But it's going to, the Holy Spirit is just getting involved in a, in a, in a higher level, an intense way where you're going to just luxuriate in that. You're going to taste a satisfaction that you've never tasted before. And so I don't, I don't know, I just, I just agree with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This sweet Holy Spirit is available for all of us, in all of us, every day. And Lord, we thank you that there's a, we thank you for this igniting of your presence in David and Jessica. Lord, we thank you for the, the you know what I hear, the Lord's going to show you the power of worship. And worship is going to be, it's going to consume you. And in that worship, God is going to settle stuff. He's going to settle disputes. He's going to settle issues. He's going to take care of things. And it's like that song says, the things of earth will grow strangely dim. The battles are going to shrink. The giants are going to shrink because of the anointing. Worship's going to take care of all of it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for that impartation of your presence. No fear. Also the day, I just felt the Lord saying that he's healing people of, that are depressed. And you don't have to come down here, but if you have hemorrhoids, I would like you to come down. Just kidding. Uh, but uh, but they're just people that you're, you're just battling depression. And I don't need to lay hands on it, I don't need to pray for it, but I, I just feel it's the, the Lord saying, I'm going to lift it from you today. I just challenge you. I'm learning myself, but I'm just saying, this Holy Spirit is on the earth to help us. He's not here to hurt us. He's not here to make life harder. He's here to, to help us enjoy life and to just be in tune with God. You're going to feel him tapping into that living water that he's placed in you. 
I'm, I'm feeling it personally, but it's going to become more. And who knows? Just sometimes we let God use us. Sometimes you don't, if you just say to somebody, how are you doing? You might get an answer, well, could I pray for you? And something like that. And it's like a simple thing, but the living water begins to flow and build. It's, you know, we, we can't answer prayer, but God sure can. So thank you, Lord. I, get, I keep getting so drawn to my sister here. What's your name? Elsa. Elsa. Is that your final answer? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Lord, we thank you for Elsa today. We thank you for her life. We thank you for... I just see the Lord just removing all burdens and just uh, you... Yes, it's funny. I see you getting reckless, just throwing your cares. Cast your cares upon the Lord. And the Lord is going to so <clears throat> let things fit together in your favor. And Lord, we just thank you. Because these, I don't know what these troubles are, but they're leaving. And the peace of God's going to rule you. In the presence of God, he's going to talk to you. And I don't know why this next five months are so important, but I just feel that. There's just, there's so much work God's going to do in the next five months that it's going to, you're going to taste freedom, joy, all these areas of breakthrough that you've desired are going to happen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I want to, I've never liked these two, but I just wanted to pray. <laughs> Tell me your name again. I, Jonathan. Jonathan and? Shelly. Shelly. Who's this? Gabriel. Gabriel. All right. Lord, today we thank you for Jonathan and Shelley. We thank you for their commitment to you. We thank you for their, you know, the Lord loves the way you don't get tired, that you, you're, in, you're in hot pursuit, you're in constant pursuit <clears throat> of him. And I just see the Lord lifting the veil, that, 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 that any obscurity, and what he, you're being prepared for much more. And the Lord is going to like lift that veil to let you see more what he sees. You guys are fixers. You trust God, but God trusts you. God's going to put people, <clears throat> lead people in your path that have a variety of needs and issues. God's going to give you the spirit of counsel, and it's going to flow through you. Wisdom will flow through your lips. And not only that, you're going to have fun doing it. Hallelujah. Yes, you are. There's a fresh anointing, a fresh anointing, fresh anointing. Wow. Sweet Holy Spirit. I don't know what I'm supposed to pray for you about. Your first name is? Donato. 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 I don't know if you're, what's going on, but I just want to pray for you. Lord, I just thank you for Donato. I thank you for touching his, his being this morning. Touch him. And Lord, we just ask you to just... Reach in. And anything he's battling physically, anything that there's a struggle with at all, we ask the anointing to break every yoke here and just let him walk out free. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. He's not showing me anything specific, but, but I know he loves you because it's so drawn to you. And you have a passion for the Lord that's wonderful. And... All I know is he's meeting needs. Hallelujah. He's meeting needs. It seems like you guys have had a rough year, but there's more. Uh, 
there's reaping coming, good reaping, harvest, good times ahead. Amen. Year's been hard, but it's going to change. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So I hope I can just be an example to you to just get used to the Holy Spirit splashing over. You don't know what God will do. You really don't. Let's pray for Paul's Eileen a second here while we're, while we're here. Don't have anything else to do, so. <laughs> he said she, you, she fell and broke her pelvis. pelvis. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Well, Lord, we thank you. Let's all agree. Lord, we just agree. We send your word to Eileen this morning. We just send your word. We send your word, oh God, that Eileen would be made whole quickly. Just, just let this all heal quickly. That they can get on with their lives, oh God, and do that which they sense they're to do. In Jesus' name. I see such a refreshing, like a wind blowing your direction. Lord, we thank you for the power and the work of the Holy Spirit. Thank you. I just, it's funny, I just see these marching orders that God has yet, so don't get too comfortable yet, right? All right. I like it. I like it. The thing about the prophetic, I always say God thinks he's right. And I just want to pray again for Pastor and Leslie. Lord, I just thank you for them. I thank you for the design. I see such a turning, just such a turning, Holy Spirit turning. Lord, let your fire come in this house. Let it be contagious, God. Lord, let there be increase. Boy, do I feel increase. I feel increase in finances. I feel increase in breakthroughs and miracles and all kinds of things going on. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. I just keep seeing the word design. There's a design God has for, for what's coming next. There's just a wonderful design. And it's funny because I can see you in the big, these big old lazy boy chairs, and I know you're not lazy boys, but, uh, but there's a rest that God's bringing. There's an effortlessness. It's like God's bringing in bigger machinery. He's bringing, it's like he's bringing in these big bulldozers and things that will move things. But there's an ease with it because there's so much strength there that God's handing to you. So, Lord, we thank you. And, Lord, we thank you for answers on every, on every topic, just answers right out of heaven. Pastor, I see God just speaking in your ear. I just see these distinct words, hearing his voice, hearing his commands. And you know what I hear? These, I hear these words, no more disappointments. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Ah, I know there's a lot of people being healed in your neck. There's just a lot of healing going on that way. So if you have neck pain, just receive. Also, people that do a lot of necking, just kidding. But uh, 
you guys have been, you've been through a lot, but I see, I see you being toughened up, that it's not always easy, the things we go through, but there's a toughening God has done, and it's like he's pleased with the process, he's pleased with the strides you've made, and Hallelujah. I feel like I'm sprayed with some, wondering how many children do you guys have? Two. The one really needs prayer. I think it's the older one. I'm not sure. Does that make sense? But what's his name or her name? Adam. Adam. So Lord, right now, we just agree that you're doing something in Adam's behalf. Lord, we thank you for a breakthrough. We thank you that he'll turn to you, turn around, and God, you'll get his life in order, in order. I'd pray it every day. Lord, thank you that you're getting Adam's life in order. Hallelujah. There's a refreshing coming from the Lord. And there, I just said, you've been through some struggle, tough times here, but there's refreshing coming. And God's made you tough in the battle. He really has. He's made you tough. God bless you guys. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I get back to my hotel room when I travel, and I think, Steve, you're crazy. Because I do, I do things under the anointing that I wouldn't do because I'm, I'm really basically shy by nature. I used to be call myself shy until I heard a psychologist say, shyness is nothing but preoccupation with self. <laughs> so I thought, well, I'm not going to say that anymore. Uh, anyway, there's somebody over here that has such a physical need. I don't know, like, you just a desperate physical need. Does, am I per- talking to anybody certain? Ah, just feel it. I could be full of cranberry sauce. I don't know, but that's, I just feel like there's a real, real need of healing in this section here. Okay, let's. Let me pray for you guys a second. Uh, first name, Darren and Rosalina. Lord, we bless them today. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. You know, I see you You guys are, <laughs> you're so solid. That God's, I just see the Lord working with you, and I just see you taking more risk and just daring to believe God, daring to trust God. In, in ways you never have. And this thing about the last half of 22, it it's fits you guys perfect because there's going to be some wonderful breakthroughs and manifestation. I just see it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I really feel you're to pray together. doesn't have to be a long time, but it's like the Lord said, if you, if you just agree on things and spend some time together, linger in his presence, the Lord will honor that, and there's a, it's like a train getting moving. It's, it's, it's going to get faster and faster, leaves the station slow, but it gets faster and faster, and that's the way it's going to happen in your guys. Pray together, pray together, pray together. That's what I hear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. I have a brother that's been on a ventilator for the last month. Oh, goodness. What's his name? Chuck. Chuck. His brother's been on a ventilator in Arizona for the last, how many? A month. 
So let's just pray for Chuck right now. God, we just agree. We agree for the virtue of Jesus Christ. We agree for the virtue of Jesus Christ. Lord, right now, all of us in this room, we send your word to Chuck. We rebuke that thing. We rebuke that COVID, that flu, whatever it is. We rebuke it in Jesus' name. And we command it to go through the authority you've given us. You said we could tread on serpents and scorpions. We tread on serpents and scorpions right now. We rebuke that thing in Jesus' name. I believe God's heard us. Hallelujah. And I believe you're going to hear good news about Chuck. I really do. Hallelujah. <clears throat> amen, amen, amen. Well, I've been here many Sunday mornings over the years. This is the most different one I've ever experienced, but it's, it's fun. So, um, could I just ask you, just let's lift our hands to God a second. Lord, we just exalt you. We just praise you. Lord, we invite you. Would you do that? Just, Lord, we invite you to release this living water in us, to release this living water. God, we just ask you to let us slop over, let us splash over, let us, let us be an influence. Enlarge our borders. Enlarge our borders, oh God. Lord, enlarge the borders of Christian life church. Let there be more and more happen. I feel that God's going to just in, in bless your reputation in, in the city. It's just going to be blessed. God, we think, man, and no man can stop that. No demon can stop that. God's saying he's going to bless your reputation. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. What's your name, brother? Owen. Owen. You need to work on your enthusiasm. But uh, I'm just kidding. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, bless you. Bless you. Hallelujah. Alabama. Are you in Alabama? Yeah, you from Alabama, too. Yes, sir. I love Alabama. It's warmer down there. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we just ask you to bless Owen today. Lord, just sweeten things in his life. Lord, we know he's had a lot of struggles, and we just invite your Holy Spirit to do amazing things, mind-boggling things. Thank you, Lord, for the, this wonderful enthusiasm that Owen has for you, this passion for you. And Lord, we just thank you for healing. Thank you for healing. Thank you for healing. This is your son? Yes. Yes. Lord, we just thank you. A wheelchair all his life. Thirty-eight. Well, we just we just ask God for miracles. Who knows what God will do? So, God, we just thank you. We just thank you. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for an impartation of the anointing. Lord, we remember Acts three, when that man who'd never walked went walking and leaping and praising God. So, Lord, we you're the healer. Lord, you're the healer. We just pour into him. Let this water flow. Let this water flow. Water flow, water flow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'll tell you, I wouldn't be surprised at anything. Just this water. I sing of that scripture we started reading in the sanctuary. Water was flowing. Give me one second, Pastor. I'm going to turn it back to Pastor, but I, I want to pray for these two... I can't remember the name. Chuck? Doug. Doug. Aaron. Aaron. And Sleeping Tobias. Or, and Sleeping Tobias. Maybe not the one. 
Lord, I thank you for Doug and Aaron. I thank you, Lord, for their lives. God's going to use you like showpieces. He's going to use you like magnets. He'll use you as examples. God has examples around. He's going to use you as an example. People will be drawn to you like metal is drawn to a magnet. And Lord, we thank you for their usefulness in your kingdom. Greater usefulness, Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, man, do I feel that. God's going to use you. Man, man. Okay. Tonight, we're going to meet here at 6 o'clock. We're, going to, we're just going to say Holy Spirit flow, and we're going to have fun. We're going to have so much fun, we're going to feel guilty. So, Holy Spirit, have your way. Pastor. We say thank you to Pastor Steve for...